depression is a motherfucker. You have options. Should you or a loved one need any mental health support, please check out National Alliance of Mental Illness, otherwise known as NAMI, at nami.org. Or call their 24-hour hotline at 1-800-950-NAMI. That's 1-800-950-NAMI. This is Doug Porter of the Ectopod and Nowhere California Podcasts. You are not alone. You are now entering Nowhere California. If you love what you hear, you can find us on your favorite podcast search engines and subscribe. And also, if you don't mind, leave us a like or a review. And if hearing us is not enough, you can always get your Nowhere California fix by going to NowhereCalifornia.com. And you can send your thoughts, ideas, or some random bullshit to our email, which is Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Don't forget, we are Nowhere California. Ideas from everywhere, voices from nowhere since 2011. This is Josh. This is Doug. And welcome to Nowhere, California. And let me be exact on this episode. This is the... Let me say it. You say all this stuff all the time, but you deserve to hear this one. Welcome to the motherfucking 10th anniversary episode of Nowhere, California. I think we need to throw more music into this point. (laughs) Right? I know, like... You know, I, I would say let's go with something classical and be like, but you know what? I hear that hold music all the time at work, and yeah. now that song triggers me. <laughs> like, I'm like, I, I hear, let me put you on hold. And I'm like, oh God, no. I'll just, I'll force you to have to listen to it and put, I'll put something underneath here. Oh, uh, there's, there, there is, you know what though? I will take that. There is one client that we have that has country. Oh God. And I, oh. God, no. Oh, God, we we finally fucking got to this fucking episode. You know, and, and it, it's, it, you always think about it, you're like, oh, we finally made it, and then you're, and then you think about it, and you're like, oh, fuck, it's been ten fucking years. Well, like, how long has it been since I've been like, guys, uh, we're getting close to the tenth year on this. It's been about two years since I've been like, kind of hinting towards it. I mean, yeah, I would say... I would say closer to the start of the ninth year did yeah. you really start implying the fact that like we're gonna be we're rounding the corner into the tenth year. Yeah. You know, and and we never in the very beginning of the show, we never threw out the possibility of a number that we would like hope yeah. to make it to. It was never because I mean half the time we were getting by on the skin of our teeth we didn't even know if we were going episode to episode yeah you know it wasn't until after i would i would say it wasn't until right into the second year did everything feel consistent enough that i knew we were going long Long term term, yeah but even then the concept of a 10 year was not oh yeah brought up or discussed Uh, or thought about or it was joked about well like i threw up the classic episode of our conversation with rob polson in if I remember our first convention of Days of the Dead, depending on what year that was. I think that was 2015. So that was past the second year. So we yeah. were nowhere even near thinking about, oh, we could do interviews. Right, yeah. I The the whole con interview uh, carpet premiere that you did for a little while, all of that stuff, that, that stuff really kind of came... Not late in the game, but late enough in the game where it really did kind of change the aspects oh, of, yeah. of us and the show and what our capabilities were. 
but at the same time didn't like take away from like the roots of the show either exactly and that know? and throwing back to talking about the uh, interviews and everything that's the one thing that quickly became our like our um reputation yeah when it came to doing interviews and everything we weren't the cookie cutter bullshit bs interviews yeah. we had conversations and one of the first ones that we had at the days of the dead that made me feel like we were in where we needed to be yeah and kind of set my mindset of like oh this is this is what we need to be doing mm-hmm. was our conversation with heather lining camp yes yeah and i actually just came across that picture today because um when we were going through the whole reface app thing yeah um i was trying to find a picture of you from for for my app because i don't have I don't exactly have a lot of pictures of you on my phone. Yeah. Um, so I was scrolling through Facebook, and I was like, okay, half his face, half his face, ugly face, ugly face. And I don't mean ugly. Like yeah, ugly. I know. I just mean you're making some sort of, like, cocky face. Yeah. You know, and I was like, half his face, half his face, with a person, with a, oh, hey, that I can't keep going, keep yeah. going, <laughs> you know? But I saw it, and I was like, oh, Nancy. Yeah, that's one of the other classics I'm going to be throwing up. Uh, initially, it was just going to be leading into this episode, yeah. but I think it's just going to go through the month of August, just random. I mean, even then, you could even you could even keep it going through just the rest of the year. Honestly, you yeah. Know, it's the 10th year, you know, and, I mean, who's to say what the fuck we can and can't do anyway? You know, exactly. No one, we, no just, one. we just told the story of not being cookie cutter. We can do whatever the fuck we want. I mean, we've never had anybody breathing down our neck. We've never had anybody giving us grief, minus that one. Yeah. The, the Mystic Streams guy. Yeah. But that, we've never had any hate mail. We've never really had anybody The bashing. only person who's been breathing down our neck is you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and... They're not really breathing too hard. Yeah, no, it was just like <laughs> a gentle breeze. Hey, we gotta record, you guys. Yeah, you know, and that's that. And, and I was thinking about it today at work about like, you know, it's always like the oh, life has so drastically changed in ten years, and it has. And life has oh, yeah. definitely. But then when I really look at like the 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 timeline of just what has changed, and it's it's it's. It's crazy what changes have come in all of our lives. But on the flip side, you could go back and listen to an episode from the, you know, the second year, the third year, and now listen to an episode from now. And it's practically the same thing. Oh, yeah. You know, audio com- quality may be a little different. Well, audio <laughs> quality and comfortability on the mic and yeah. things like that. You know, we were very stiff, you know, in the beginning, you know, because... You know, I read from a script at least the first 10 episodes, possibly. Yeah. I mean, none of us were used to, like... I mean, we were well, fl- we were flashing the pan and very, like, dramatic amongst each other. Well, Phil and Nick... Well, they were theater guys. They're theater people. Me yeah. and you, yeah. we're, like, in the darkness going, like, don't talk to us. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I, I did shit behind a screen. Yeah. You know, I still do shit behind a screen. You know, uh, and I'm finding... And I've said it on here before. I would take Fs in school just to avoid having new oral reports. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was always the kid that, like, because I was so, I, you know, I did good in school. I always wanted to do good in school. I always wanted to get good grades. But oral reports did, you know, freak me out because I would stutter if I was nervous. Oh, yeah. Um, I just went first. Yeah. I just, I just, I oh. band-aided that shit, and I just, and the notion was, if I go first, yeah, then the teacher will be happy yeah. You know, because, oh, one report's out of the way. I'll get graded higher because she's got nothing else to the compare me yeah. to. Oh, I remember, like, a teacher saying, Gilmore, you're up. I'm like, I don't want to do it. And he was like, 
uh, you're going to get a F. I'm like, I haven't written down here. It's like, okay, a D. <laughs> yeah, a D. You get a 60.01%. It's basically like, get up here and talk. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I. that was always something about, you know, about getting on the mic that kind of made me laugh was, you know, you and I are very much in the shadows kind of people. We, we've we grown a little bit, you know, and, 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 and doing the show. And then me in film school, you know, kind of took me out of my shell a little bit. But for the most part, you and I are, 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 are screen surfers. Yeah. We're screen surfers. Yeah. You know, uh, but what cracked me up is, you know, being behind a microphone, there's still a piece of something in between us and, and, and the audience. Yeah. yeah. So... You know, you can, like, for instance, you know, I have a very specific image I like to be at in public. I, I, I like to be clean-shaven. I like my hair done a certain way. I like to be wearing makeup, nail polish, clothes. Like, I came from work today. Yeah. And I am wearing a blue plaid short sleeve button-up, and I haven't shaved in, like, four days. Well, luckily, we're not doing the episode picture. Well, exactly. <laughs> That's what the thing about the microphone is, is you can just roll up you know doing whatever oh, yeah. you know it's you know and and i just it's i just love doing this you know I, I i love the free form of it all you know i just i and and i as much as i like all of us to get in the room because it's really fun when all of us are in oh, the yeah. room together i do like that there are dynamic differences between an episode that you and i are in versus you and nick yeah you know or, or all three of us or all three of us yeah and you know and it, and it's 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 just fun to do and i like the fact that we've done this for 10 years and yeah. you asked me the other day if there was a classic episode that i want to put up and i couldn't fucking think of anything because there were so goddamn many oh, yeah. i was just like fuck i don't know episode 72 whatever the fuck that one is well, yeah. it's on record now, so it's going to be episode 72. All right, fuck Watch it. Watch on one that you're in. Right? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. I think it's been pretty kind of clear at this point in the recording. Um, Nick's not here. Because um, we're able to talk. Yeah, you know. It's <laughs> he's not, listening to this right now going, fuck you guys. He's like, I hate you guys. I love um, you, but I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick couldn't make it. Uh, we've gone, we hit a lot of roadblocks going into this episode. Oh, fuck. We have had... I think we hit every single roadblock that we've hit over the last 10 years in a matter of a week. Yeah, we, <laughs> I mean, all the way up until, like, losing somebody, you yeah. know, and, and, you know, it's... It, computer it, being goofy. Right, computer <laughs> being goofy, having to change locations, you know, People just, having to move. And, exactly, you know. yeah, it's just, it's been a roadblock, but as you guys can hear, Nick's not here. And um, you get to do something rare right now. Right, we're dusting off something that hasn't been done, I mean, since I moved back from L.A., yeah. you know, really, because that's what well, No, I've, we've done it once or twice. Have I? Yeah. Have we? I don't know. It's been so... It's been 10 years. I, I think, don't know. But let's just throw it out this way. Nick's only... think I think he's only done this, like, once. Yeah, I mean, definitely... Oh, less, no, actually, no. He's never done it. He's this. never done... It was Phil that yep, did his. Yep. That was a mop. Yeah. So, so we used to have the mods, Moment of Doug's, when I lived in L.A. and, and couldn't be on the show because I was 100 miles away. I would pre-record all these, uh, you know, mostly they were just kind of like uh, thought, thought vomits. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and most of the time it was when I was driving home, yeah. I ended in the car and I had like a Bluetooth headset and whatnot. Um, so since Nick's not here, he's going to do a mo. I'm going to go ahead and still call it a mod. We might as well. Because we can say it's a moment of die. Yeah. Hey. Instead of no, moment of Nick. There we go. So it's still a mo- So it's, it's, it's a mod. It's a moment of die. Um, we don't know what he's going to say. 
because this is this intro is being pre-recorded uh for before we got the audio file we did it all the so, time with you this way we, right we, no we, i know yes and sometimes know. it would link up right sometimes it would sometimes so we don't know if he's going to be giving us what the topic that we're discussing today is which you guys are going to hear later we have no idea so he so, could be talking about the tenure he could be talking about fuck this shit i'm done yeah <laughs> fuck this shit i'm out so um surprise us nick hello nowhere california friends and family this is nicholas die with a moment of dub i fuck that doesn't work Doug, a moment of Nick. Hey, man, it's a moment that... No, that's fucking terrible, too. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, this is Nicholas Die with a nah. A Nick ain't here. Oh, that's shit. I mean, I, I guess I could use mod. A, a moment of die? That's trash. I'm sure Josh will come up with a better title. Just like he did ten years ago. <laughs> How's that for segue, boys? Uh, when he came up with the title for Nowhere, California... Uh, just two lifelong friends who love pop culture and movies and, and everything that in between. Uh, when, when Joshua Gilmore and Philip Morgan first cracked the mic and gave us this podcast that we love so much. It wasn't long after that Doug Pilot Porter jumped on board. And uh, God, it seems like just yesterday when the guys invited me in for my very first episode of Nowhere, California. And uh, here we are celebrating our 10th anniversary. And uh, we've always said... We put life before the mic, and we've had our ups and our downs, our, our highs and lows, every other fucking metaphor for victories and failures and whatever it might be, but we've stood by each other, and um, and I love these guys with all of my heart. I, I couldn't be prouder of these, these gentlemen. Um, I wish I could be there with you guys today. Um, we've all had some live things that have gone on, but uh, we will all be back on the mic soon enough. I can't wait to hear what everybody has to say on their lists. Um, I would give you mine, but I'm holding out for when I'm actually sitting there with you. So from the bottom of my heart, I thank you so much for letting me be, be part of your, your brainchild and your baby, Josh. Um, I love all of you guys like family. I thank you so much for letting me um, share in this journey. And here's to another 10 years of being awesome. That'll put me at roughly 78 years old, so <laughs> knock on wood. Ow, that fucking hurt. This arthritis is killing me. Hopefully I'll be there. <sighs> anyway, happy anniversary, Nowhere, California, and to my brothers behind the mic. What kind of smart-ass thing should we say to like, yeah. like, what could you have possibly said that would be like, oh, that sucked, Nick, or oh, hey, thanks, you know? <laughs> what are we... Glad to know he's rash-free now. Yes, you know, from what I understand, um, STD cure technology has really yeah. advanced in the last 10 years since we and started. And it's weird that it was something from a rodent creature from the Southwest. I was, man, he's trying to get COVID too. Let's yeah. boogaloo. Yeah. So, he's trying to make his own. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, so that was our way of getting, getting Nick here. Wish he was here, but yep. if we didn't have any other way, that's why we created the mods. Mm -hmm. Okay, normally with these anniversary episodes, we usually get, give ourselves like a nice sloppy oral blowjob, yeah, but yeah. we're going to hold that off until the end. Yeah. We kind of did a little bit at the beginning, kind of talking about some roads yeah. that led us to here. But for now, we're going to dive into the topic because I'm kind of excited to do this one. This topic, when you texted me this topic... Um, it blew my mind that this was something we hadn't already thought of. Yeah, I, we've probably discussed it multiple times yeah. on different episodes, but a m recent episode, I believe it was 
the trip down memory lane or okay. the episode picture with the flaming boat. Yeah, where I just whacked philosophical about some random shit. For yeah, but you mentioned something about wanting to program a network. Right, do my own, do my own streaming. And it kind of clicked in my head like how we could do it and everything, and the different like guidelines, just so mm-hmm. we don't go like, oh, 24 hours of this. Right. Yeah, we had rules. Yeah. So I threw it out to you, and I threw it out to Nick. Unfortunately, Nick cannot cannot be here, but we got ours, and um, it was it's. Over the 10 years we've been doing this, whenever we've done lists or anything like that, either like one of us is usually just like, fuck it, I'll do it first. Or, yeah, we never can. We never set the order prior to hitting record, which I guess fits our bill because the pick last in gym, pick oh, yeah, last yeah. on list, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, we just, you asshole on this one um, <laughs> we played rock paper scissors and it was a two out of three one and the caveat being whoever won went first it wasn't whoever lost yeah. um let me preface all this by saying that i through just sheer luck i guess am really good at rock paper scissors um same here i legit- Minus- this round i guess yeah that i won so yeah yeah legitimately i don't think i've lost rock paper scissors in like 15 years and you fucking beat me yeah oh my god like that fucking stung like that <laughs> that hurt worse than like like that i mean i think i hurt worse after losing that rock paper scissors than watching my ex-wife walk out the door for the last time <laughs> you know like oh man yeah, like hit, that hurt hit you in the cockles right man <laughs> just got me right in the heart well okay to kind of go more into what we are doing yeah uh we decided that we're going to program a network for 24 hours each of us will individually program a television network for 24 hours Mm -hmm. this was kind of delved into in ready player one a lot where they had their own networks and everything and they kind of and now it's actually becoming a thing when you look at twitch yeah yeah and we decided fuck it let's do this and like I said there's a little some guidelines and everything, like we can do three movies and uh, three two-hour blocks of TV so, shows, so no one can go. Ooh, 24 hours of blah blah blah. Right. Yeah. And then and then it was um, I took the rule because um, yours and my list are going to differ a lot. Oh yeah. Um, well, that was the thing I, about like the road leading to this episode. Yeah. We revealed our first list. We revealed our first list, which we would usually never do. Right. Which is actually kind of cool because I went back and redid my list for the most part. Like, I'd say, like, I tweaked about, like, 60% of it. Yeah. And I kind of like this list a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I spaced, I did mine as if it was an actual TV network. Oh, I did too. So, well, no. Mine's more off the, like, cable networks. Well, I see, but you, like, uh, when you guys revealed your list last time, you guys had... Uh, 20 minutes of YouTube videos of a certain YouTube thing in there and stuff like that. Like, oh, that's total filler. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's like you guys had filler. Yeah. I went TV show, TV show, movie, TV show, TV show, TV. So, like, I included commercials. So, mine is just blocks of stuff. Yeah. And I don't have random YouTube or random stand. But I. When I re- when you guys revealed your list to me and that my list was dynamically completely different than your guys's, I stuck to it. Yeah. Like I was like, "Fuck this! I'm fucking plant my flag on this shit." Yeah. You oh, know? same here. Like when you when I start this list, a lot of it's going to be still the same from the original list. Right. But there's going to be somewhere like, "Oh, okay, I can see why you did that." Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so you're so, going first. Yeah, I'm going first since I won the rock paper scissors. 
<laughs> I think it's really funny that like it was always it was an awkward choice of who went first, but who won rock paper scissors just automatically went first. Yeah. <laughs> so you won, but you got screwed. <laughs> yeah, it changed things up. Yeah. Okay, so my TV lineup starts at 12 a.m. Yep. with something I call Y Theater, and we're going to show the Monkeys movie Head because. You're, yes. obs- you're obsessed with that movie, man. <laughs> uh, actually, that's probably the last time you're probably going to really hear that movie on this show. <laughs> we'll see in 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> then at 1.30, it's an uh, episode of Clerks, the animated series. I believe it's the second episode from the first season, which was the only season. Mm-hmm. Entitled The Clip Show, wherein Dante and Randall are locked in the freezer and remember some of the great moments in their lives. That was number two, yeah. Yeah, in which the too. cool thing about that episode, it was the second episode, but it was already clipped episode. Right, yeah. So it, it was, was just, right for the best of right in the second it, episode. It was taking on the quirks of a sitcom. Right, exactly. Okay, let's go. 2 a.m. is something, when I first revealed it to you guys, you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Did you watch that no song I sent you? No. Okay. No, I... I you know my life. Yeah. <laughs> this is still one that we probably are going to do a commentary on eventually, or just a watch long since you've never watched it. Right. The immortal animated anti-drug classic cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue, which aired in 1990 mm-hmm. on multiple networks. One of those rare things where, because basically I think it was like George Bush said, hey, we need to show this on everything. And it's basically this animated special that had everybody like Ninja Turtles, DuckTales, Garfield, uh, Muppet Babies, L- list goes on and on. Yeah. Trying to get a kid not to do drugs. Nice. And since this was in the 90s, the drug of choice was marijuana. Oh, God. Knowing most of the animators were probably high on marijuana at the time. Yeah, probably a lot higher than 90s. They probably had some cocaine going oh, yeah. on, too. Yeah, and it, it was such a weird sh- show. Like, we definitely need to, like, revisit this later. And one of the Trivia things I found out about this, the main reason that it's only aired once, and it was on VHS for a very short period, it's not available anywhere else, it's only on YouTube basically right now, Yeah, is because Garfield's creator, Jim Davis, put so many guidelines where it's like, no, you, you can only do this with Garfield this amount of times. Yeah. And then boom, it's done. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, yeah, like that's what I was going to say was it's probably all contractual. Yeah. Well, having that many characters. Yeah. It's in the vein of Who Framed Roger Rabbit without yeah. the weed. Yeah. And thinking about it, I was like, if they did this today, it would have to be meth, and it wouldn't really go over well. Oh, no. <laughs> Just because it'd be like, bringing Garfield walk in and be like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they try to do it with marijuana, like, there's like, set, like, like fucking like 17 states in the U.S. Yeah, where it's legal. Just fucking legal now. Yeah, so, yeah. And speaking of weed, uh, at 2.30 would be uh, Hollyweed, the one... One and done episode of Hollyweed, which was created by Kevin Smith, yep. about uh, uh, dispensary clerks, basically. Yep. Only aired online for a little bit, and kind of there's some chicanery about how they wanted to get finance for more episodes, but the company that was trying, that was supposedly working with Kevin, I think screwed him. Yeah. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. Right. Next up, 3 a.m is an episode of Insomniac with David Tell from Season 3, Episode 5, Anchorage, Alaska. Mm. So you can kind of guess what this episode is, since Alaska has the several months of yep. shun, s- several months of sunshine. Oof. Blah, Man. <laughs> and I remember this episode, too. It was really interesting where Dave's walking around like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> It's 2 a.m. <laughs> it's, it's weird. I've been there, and it is definitely weird when you're like... 
Like, especially when you don't look at your clock for a yeah. while, it's daylight and your brain just goes, oh, it must be like six o'clock at night or four o'clock in the afternoon. You look at your clock, it's 2 a.m. You're like, the fuck? Why am I awake? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next is 3.30. It'll be an episode of Rocco's Modern Life, season three, episode 10, Wacky Deli. Nice. And this is where uh, Ralph Bighead wants to get out of his contract with the networks for his show, The Big Heads. Yeah. So he he owes him one more show, and he wants to make it an absolute failure. So he hires Rocco, Philbert, and Heifer to help him create the show, and he thinks it's going to be this disaster where it's going to fail miserably and he's going to get out of his contract. Yeah. It's a success. Right, yeah. yeah. I remember that episode. Yeah. 4 a.m., an episode of Bob Ross's Joy of Painting from Season 2, Episode 4, Shades of Grey. This one is very interesting because it's... Deals with colorblind right. people, and he does this amazing painting. In all gray. In all gray. Shades of gray, whites, and blacks, and it's absolutely amazing. 4.30 is kind of what we were talking about before, where it was the filler. Yeah. Uh, 30 minutes of random glove and boots shorts. Right. I could have gone in deeper, but fuck it. <laughs> glove and boots is amazing. Okay, let's go. 5 a.m. would be Muppet Babies, Season 1, Episode 4, Raiders of the Lost Muppet, from October of 84, where... This episode is probably one of the main reasons it's not on DVD or anywhere else. It's the Raiders Lost Ark episode. Right. And then following that would be another episode of Muppet Babies, Season 1, Episode 12, from a galaxy far, far away. The Star Wars episode. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Next up, 6 a.m., a movie. Um, kids are up, so it'd be a good cartoon movie to show. The Secret of Nim. Woo! <laughs> Man, you're going to get right into that childhood trauma. Yeah. They're getting, they're, you're awake. You're getting ready for school. By Plus, the way, the crazy ass rats. sucks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next up is a classic episode of Super Sloppy Double Dare known as Super Sloppomania 2 from 1989, where it has wrestlers on right, it. It's uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Mr. Perfect teamed up with kids. It, that's odd, that's a, of your choices of people to put. Yeah. They went with Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Like, such a like, such a spectrum. Uh, next up is an episode of the new Hollywood Squares from April 1st, 1988. And that's the key date. Yeah. April 1st. Do you know what happened on this episode? Well, yeah. you. you yeah, we, we, I revealed this last time. Yeah, I, I was going to see where you were going, you, you, if you are going to play along or if you actually forgot. No, I don't, I don't know. I... Well, no, basically, this is a viral clip that you look hard enough, you can find it very easily. Um, you look hard enough, you can find it very easily. Yeah. So I said what I said. So it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> it, if you're a nerd that wants to find this stuff, you'll find it. Yeah. Basically, it's a normal episode of Hollywood Squares, but before the show started recording, producers went to the host and said, hey, um, the champion's sick, so we got these two new contestants out. Uh, we're just going to record a normal episode and go from there. And then the host like, okay, cool. Starts the episode up, and they ask the first question. And after the first question's done, the girl that's sitting to the host, let's say right, leans over and goes, um, he cheated. He looked at your card. And the host's like, what? <laughs> and she's like, he cheated. He, no, this isn't right. So the host is just kind of getting uncomfortable, like, okay, this has never really happened before. What the fuck? Yeah. It proceeds to escalate to her getting out of her chair, going over to the other side of the podium where the other contestant's at. Physical altercation, not really, like, punches thrown or yeah. anything. She shoves the dude off this raised platform, and the host is just sitting there going, like, the fuck? Just sitting there in a seat, not moving, going, oh, my God, oh, my God. And just all of a sudden, everybody's quiet, and the girl goes up to him and whispers in his ear, 
April Fool's, everybody's laughing and clapping. He's just like, I pooed. Yes. <laughs> so. Scary. Yeah, you got to be a real nerd on that one, though. Right, yeah, you got you to gotta dig. Yeah, and then next up is some more uh, game show lore. Is a documentary known as Big Bucks, The Pressure Luck Scandal. This aired in 2003, but this is from uh, a series of episodes of Pressure Luck from, I think it was 84 or 85, where this guy, I think he's a ice cream truck driver, figured out a pattern to the Pressure Luck board where he took them for a lot of money. Pressure Luck is the no whammies, no whammies. Yeah. No one, yeah. yeah, and basically the, during investigations and everything, he did nothing wrong. Yeah. He, he figured out a loophole in the system, and they couldn't touch him. Yeah, I mean, it's like card counting in, in Vegas. It's yeah. not illegal because you're, you're not doing anything illegal, but casinos will, will ban yeah. you for that because they're private businesses. They can do that. Yeah, and this you know. escalated for uh, uh, Pressure Lock to switch up the board and actually get some computerized stuff going in and make sure that this never happened again. It's a really fascinating documentary. Okay. Yeah. Okay, next up is going to be my first two-hour block from 10 a.m. to noon. It's going to be a two-hour block of Night Court. Okay. And these are specific episodes, too. It's There were a series of episodes throughout the later part of the series known as A Day in a Life. In Season 4, Episode 15 was the first one known as A Day in a Life. Season 5, Episode 16 was Another Day in a Life. Season 6, Episode 22, Yet Another Day in a Life. And then finally, Season 7, Episode 22, Still Another Day in a Life. Okay. And these episodes usually started out all the same for one reason or another. They get a huge stack of uh, cases that they have to get through by midnight for one reason or another. Either if they whoever is not prosecuted by midnight gets set free or an ex-lover of somebody getting married wouldn't be able to get to the wedding in time to reclaim his late love or a rich billionaire or a rich Texas billionaire. If they could get him out by midnight, he'd pay the mortgage for an orphanage that had to be closed down. So sitcom stuff. Yeah. You know, and specifically with night court, it's always weird shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like one case was freaking Wiley Cody and they had Wiley Cody animated <laughs> and just standing there and you can tell it was very rudimentary, but right. for that time I was like, holy shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so next up is going to be actually a first uh, comedy special for my 24 hours. The When we went through our list last time, me and Nick actually had the same ones going with this one. And later in the list we did too, and we'll discuss that in a moment. He went first with Carlin at Carnegie, and I had that too. But then as we had our time to figure our list again, I there's another one that I really love too. It was a special known as Carlin, again, on location in Phoenix. The key thing about this one it was done in theater and around. So the audience was all the way around. Oh, okay. Them. And that type of stuff always fascinated me with stand-up comics because we both know with comics, you've got to work a room. Yeah. And work it well. Yeah. It's always interesting to see the comics that do the theater and around and work the room completely. Right. And this is a prime example of a, of a comic working the room perfectly. Yeah. Okay, up next is 1.30 with an episode of MASH known as Dear Sigmund from Season 5, Episode 7. And I knew I had to put an episode of MASH somewhere on here. Mm -hmm. And at first I had Adam's Ribs because that's one of my favorite episodes. But also, too, this is another one of my favorite episodes. It's one of my favorite characters of MASH, Dr. Uh, Friedman, the uh, military uh, psychologist. Okay. So he'd pop up every so often to help with certain things. And this one was... 
he lost the patient that killed him. The soldier killed himself. So Dr. Freeman decided he needed to get away for a little bit. And 4077 was all of his friends are there. Yeah. So he kind of hung out there and uh, Colonel Potter had him kind of talk to other people and everything to kind of see how everybody's in because everybody was on edge. And this was it. These episodes, anytime Sidney Friedman showed up, it always kind of went into the psychology of what people are going through during it. And this is a good episode to check out. Okay, up next is another two-hour block. Uh, This time it's Titus. Oh, okay. Shortly a Fox sitcom. What time is this at? At uh, 2 in the afternoon. I know you mentioned this before, (laughs) and I have a defense on this, especially with even Carlin. Little kids won't care. Because it's just people talking. I, I, yeah, I mean, I... I kind of go with the Kevin Smith defense of showing his kid his movies and the kid not being interested because it's just people talking and saying stuff they don't. No, I mean, I gotcha. I just... Especially the stand-up stuff. I just... Two o'clock on some of this topic, man. I'm just like, oof. Well, yeah, I'll I'll go through the episodes now. Yeah, no, I... (laughs) The first episode of the block would be from season two, episode nine, known as The Last Noel, which, uh... Titus reveals that he was the victim of domestic abuse from a girlfriend, where this girlfriend beat the shit out of him mm-hmm. constantly. Comedy! <laughs> <laughs> Next one is season two, episode 24, The Wedding, where Titus and Aaron are getting married. Titus's mom shows up with her current boyfriend slash therapist, and by the end of the episode, Titus's mom shoots her boyfriend slash therapist. Dead. Yeah, he's an abusive person, Dead. too. Comedy! Yeah, <laughs> comedy! Two o'clock in the afternoon comedy. <laughs> yeah. Like I said before, this is more like not on the na- normal networks. Okay. <laughs> Season three, episode three, Tommy's not gay. Deals in uh, homophobia and toxic masculinity mm-hmm. where um, Titus thinks one of his friends may be coming out as gay. And it kind of devolves from there where they show up to a bar where there's two guys there that are total meatheads. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's revealed that Tommy's dad's gay. And then the two meatheads attacked Tommy's dad in the parking lot. So it kind of escalates from there and actually delves into the whole Matthew Shepard yeah. thing. And and by the end of the episode, Titus like, fuck this bullshit and beats the shit out of the meatheads. <laughs> the only, in a way, only Titus can right. explain, like, don't be a fucking dipshit. Right. And then the final episode of this two-hour block will be from season three, episode 21, which... Honestly, I don't think either it either never aired or aired like at two in the morning when uh, Fox had to finish. When these kind of shows should be airing. No, it's prime two, time. <laughs> two o'clock in the afternoon versus two o'clock in the morning. Let, let's split the difference. <laughs> 10 p.m. Good time for it. <laughs> but this episode is known as The Protector. And this one, I'm sorry for laughing, is when Titus and Aaron realize that her, her, Aaron's niece had been sexually assaulted by a family friend and this is found out through uh parent teacher conferencing since Titus and Aaron are the guardians for her niece. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the episode it's uh Titus handing the baseball back to his niece to beat the shit out of the dude. Yep. Because he shows up. Comedy. Comedy. <laughs> but no, honestly, if you have not checked out the Titus series It's a dark com- I mean it's dark it, comedy. It's dark comedy, but it works. Yeah. It it the way it was made, way it was filmed and produced and everything, blows any sitcom away. Yeah. Because it, if you know Titus's comedy... Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of Titus's comedy, <laughs> up next at 4 p.m., this is a good time for it. Okay. 
is uh, the Christopher Titus special. Norman Rockwell is bleeding. The, the Santa special that the television series was was based around. Right. Yeah. Okay. After Norman Rockwell is bleeding, little kid fair, and an episode of the Amazing World of Gumball. Okay. The Origins episode part <laughs> one and two, where you learn where Darwin came from. <laughs> and then, I just like that we go from like from like. Fucking beating the shit out of people, <laughs> fucking like murdering your abusive boyfriend husband, to the stand-up special which is based on, to fucking gumball. Well, that's a good episode. And by that time, dinner's wrapped up, and kids are either wanting to wind down, getting ready for bed, and everything. So might as well have some gumball and then <laughs> slip some evolution to them, because that's basically what this episode is—the evolution right. of Gar- Darwin. Right. And honestly, it's a really good episode. No, I, I know. And I'm that was giving, a hard one to figure out. I'm just giving you shit because oh, yeah, of your go. placement. Yeah, I know. Because mine followed that whole, like... Yeah. You'll see, mine follows the, the normal public network scheme. Yeah, yeah. Uh, up next is a movie for the kids before they go to bed and enjoy the night. A goofy movie. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Yeah. And then that was 6 p.m. So that is about an hour, 18 minutes. So at... 7.30, or basically when the Goofy movie is over. Right. Because I really didn't pay attention to my times that well. Yeah. I love that you have very specific episode numbers. You know exactly where they are. You know the entire plot line, but you don't know the runtime. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have road times here. I just didn't add it up myself. Ah, uh, got it. Yeah. Uh, up next at 7.30 is an episode of The Middleman. Okay. And this is the one where... Uh, yeah, I'm surprised I didn't have it on my first list. That's yeah. still a set I need to borrow from you, because I can't yeah. find it streaming anywhere. Oh, yeah. No, it's it, it's one of those that you've got to just have the DVDs. Yeah. And this is The Middleman, uh, season one, which was the only season. Yep. Episode seven, The Cursed Tuba Contingency. And this is one where, uh, I guess, an immortal uh, guy that was cursed, who was on the actual Titanic and sank, has to live his life, but he has a tuba with him if he plays certain notes on it people will drown. Oh, shit. Yeah, and this one also delves into the on-again, off-again, basically off-again, but romantic situation between the middleman and uh, Wendy Watson's uh, roommate, best friend, uh, Lacey. Mm-hmm. And this one I really dug because the chemistry between those two and just how this whole show is, this is the best episode I could figure out would be the way to sum up right. the show. Right. Yeah. Now, before we jump... Into your next one. Yeah. I just mentioned I can't find it on streaming. That is true. I cannot find it on any streaming service. Yeah. I did just find it digitally. Amazon has it. Season 1, HD, 10 bucks. So I want you to witness this right now. You guys are on the show. You're only going to hear about it. Uh, That's the confirm purchase button. Nice. Right, right. Confirm purchase. Um, Spinning, spinning, spinning. I know. Oh, Middleman. Yeah. We've been talking about doing uh, like a spinoff episode uh, of the show, kind of in the vein of Why Not, called Channel Surfing. Yeah. We may have to do it on Middleman. You know, I really agree. I really agree. Yeah. And if we ever do eventually pull that trigger on like the weekend long live stream where we watch yeah. something, you know, we stay awake for 72 hours or whatever, going through Middleman Maybe right the in way the middle of it would be amazing. Maybe the way to go. Natalie Morales. Oh, I God, love, I love her. her. And Lacey. And it's not even because their looks. Like, the women themselves, the actresses, are just... Are awesome. Are great. Natalie yeah. Morales is one of the funniest fucking people oh, I yeah. know. Oh, God. That I know sh- of. I don't know her. That show 
deserve so much more. You know, and I would love to see, like, you know, I know we're kind of, like, on again, off again on reboots. Really, it's all it's all based on, like, yeah. preference. But if they did a middleman reboot... Oh, yeah. Or even just, like, gave, like, Netflix, like, you know what? This show is kind of popular. Let's give them a two-hour movie. Let's yeah, see where it goes yeah. from there. I mean, yeah, shit. They fucking brought back how much stuff for a two-hour movie? Yeah. yeah. Everything gets brought back. Right. But back to my list. Okay, up next at 8 p.m., would be uh, Nirvana Unplugged from uh, November 93. The entire cover yeah. concert. Yeah. It was an amazing concert. Like, it was probably the quintessential Unplugged. Speaking of covers, yeah, and we're talking about Nirvana, the cover for Smells Like Teen Spirit on Black Widow oh, God. was so fucking good. Oh, so good. And then since Nirvana Unplugged only goes an hour 42 minutes, kind of to fill up that time with ads and whatnot, uh... We'd show the music video for Heart Shaped Box, In Bloom. In Bloom's the one where mm-hmm. it's kind of the Ed Sullivan show. Yep. And Lithium performed from the 1992 VMAs. Nice. Yeah. We're getting close to the end of mine. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're yeah. rounding a third. Uh, at 10 p.m. would be an episode of Mork and Mindy, season one, episode one, the pilot. Yeah. Where Mork shows up to Mindy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not the greatest episode of the yeah. show, because, you know, there were a lot of great ones, but... It was for a pilot for what that show was eventually going to become. It's it hit the ground running. It seriously kicked open that door and was like, "Ha ha, motherfuckers, we're here." This is what you're going to get. Yeah. And then at ten thirty would be another episode of Mark and Mindy. But this one, honestly, I'd say would be one of the best episodes they've ever did done. Did whatever. Yeah. Grammar. Um, season three, episode fourteen, Mork meets Robin Williams. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, and that one was basically Robin Williams is in Colorado to perform, and Mindy is a journalist, so she gets the chance to go interview him and everything, and Mork decides to go with him. And this is happening uh, in 1981, Yeah. so they actually had them on screen together. You can kind of tell the special effects and everything, oh, yeah. but as we talked about in the past with different movies and everything, and like that meme I showed you today of uh, Night of the Living Dead, yeah. Psycho, Jaws. Exorcist, and Jaws, who would, which one would you want to be at the opening weekend for? Yeah. I can understand how everybody at that time, and especially for this episode, to be like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. This episode's amazing. And I learned a little bit about this episode as I was doing my research. This episode was done post the assassination of John Lennon, and it kind of delves into the, like, Robin as Robin talking about the pitfalls of fame. Yeah. And then it also ends with Mork talking to Orson about... Uh, certain celebrities that have faded too fast. Yeah. And it even ends with not him even saying, like, see you next week is just widely just fades to black. Yeah. It's a good episode. Now, to round it all out, would be another thing of Rob Williams, another uh, comedy special. When we did our list earlier, me and Nick had the same one of Rob Williams' Night at the Met. Yeah. The quintessential, like, yeah. I mean, if, if you're going to show anybody a Rob Williams stand up, that's the one you go with. Yeah. But this one is also one, too. But you deep-dived it. Yeah. I changed it to Rob Williams' Off the Wall. This is the one that was filmed at the Roxy on Sunset, mm-hmm. where when it first starts, they pan the audience, and you see, like, freaking Tony Danza's on the audience, Henry Winkler's in the audience, John Ritter's in the audience. It's celebrities everywhere. Yeah. And it's an hour long. But the key thing about this special that, honestly, purists can send me emails all they want, Facebook.com slash Nowhere California, Nowhere underscore California, com. I kind of prefer this more than the Met. I mean, because, that's, that's... Because of one key factor. Yeah. When he comes out to do his encore, 
he brings John Ritter on stage and they devour the stage in improv. Yeah. And it just showing how they work and mm-hmm. the fact that they never even had mics. They had mics for a little bit, but yeah. it, something wasn't working right. So they're both classically trained to project yeah, and perform. Yeah, that from the diaphragm. Yeah, so yeah. that's my finale is Robin Williams off the wall because of John Ritter. Nice. His involvement, too. Nice. Damn, that was a lot of talking on my Dude, part. Dude, <laughs> yeah, you, and, I, and, and there were certain points where I was thinking of something, I was like, I haven't said anything. Like, what am I, like, I need, I... I Did I, you have stuff to say? No, because I'm just like... Listening to your, st- I'm just I'm, I was an audience member at yeah. this point for, you know, and so, yeah, I, <laughs> mine, yours is very much like a Twitch channel, very very much like a Twitch channel, cable basically. Yeah, <laughs> mine is definitely like a like a channel thirteen kind of kind of yeah kind of channel. The so, FCC would be happy with you, right? Exactly. <laughs> so my sh- my now. When you gave us the rule, you didn't say that we had to do this, but I did it. I named my channel. Okay. My my channel's called Nostalgics. Yeah. But it's G-I-X at the end, so I went, like, 90s with, yeah. the, with the X, you know? Extreme. Extreme. Um, and I do kind of follow the FCC guideline a little bit. I didn't look it up, but yeah. I, you, you'll see. Okay. So mine starts at 12 a.m. as well, and I'm knocking my first movie right out the gate, and it is, it is in my top three horror movies of all time um it is my favorite vampire movie the lost boys nice yeah good choice it, that is actually actually and that's a good like midnight movie it is a good midnight movie and unlike my movie <laughs> and uh I, I i did finally decide on what i want to get an arm sleeve of tattoo and it's the lost boys nice i've decided that i want to get it because it's Kiefer sutherland it's Corey yeah. Haim, it's jason pat you know it's those and guys. that's definitely something you want to make sure you want that oh yeah <laughs> Before no, you go, I, oh god why did i go with freaking uh, barney yeah exactly <laughs> or, or something like that so now um, I did a lot of this. You'll you'll see. I did one hour blocks of half hour shows. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got a lot of stuff in there. Um, that wasn't just new show, new yeah. show, new show. Because that's always like kind of the hard part about watching TV, especially now, is where it's like you in, in the span of six hours you've watched twelve shows. Yeah. You know, it's it's you know I don't I don't like that a lot. So I kind of I really did kind of one hour blocks. Um, for the most part. So um, so 12 to 2 is Lost Boys. 2 a.m. and 2.30 a.m. So 2 day, two to 3. Uh, two episodes of Viva La Bam. Nice. Specifically, the um, the Demolition Derby. That's a good episode. Episode. Um, and then the Mall of America episode. Yeah, they, they lived s- in there for... They lived in there for the night. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then 3 a.m. Deep dive show here. Undergrads. Nice. That's a good one. I almost did that one. Like, I looked up uh, underrated adult uh, animation. Yeah. And I remember seeing that on the list, and I was like, do you want to go there? Yeah, it's a great show. And it helped kind of spearhead Good Charlotte getting popular. Yeah. Because the theme song for the show was a Good Charlotte Charlotte song off their first album. Yeah. It really, like, kind of helped get them to the next level. So, and, and then now I have another single episode um, again, also a deep dive. Uh, Space Ghost. Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Yeah, Coast. Oh, coast. cool. Not knocking the nostalgic cartoon of it, but Coast to Coast. No, is... Coast to Coast is when it, that's the thing is when you say Space Ghost, people automatically think Coast to Coast. Oh yeah. You, you, well, that's the thing that started Adult Swim. Right. Exactly. One hundred percent. Which episode? 
Uh, you know, just I got, random. Just random. Yeah, because you know? all of them are good. It's a lot like Beavis and Butthead. You can kind of just turn it on, and, yeah. and all of it is good. And, you know, nothing. my episode would be the Weird Al interview. <laughs> See, yeah, I mean that's, but that's specific. yeah, yeah. I didn't get that specific. Okay, so now I have another one-hour block, and um, I kind of have like I have the idea of the episode of what it is, but I don't know the number or anything. Yeah. Um. So four a.m. to four thirty, episode of Golden Girls. Nice. The auction episode. I vaguely remember this one. Okay. And then 4.30 a.m., any episode with George Clooney in it, when he when he did Golden Girls. Any yeah. episode George Clooney was in, whatever you guys think. When you guys think of George Clooney and Golden Girls, and you think of an episode, that's the one you're going to yeah. watch. Um, another one-hour block, um, but I, I have specific episodes for this one. Um, 5 a.m., Saved by the Bell. Cool. Uh, Jesse's Speed episode. Ah, I'm so excited. Because, yeah, you, you can't not. And you even reference it in the new show. Oh, yeah. Um, and then 5.30 a.m., another episode of Saved by the Bell. Um, but this one is this one's one of the controversial ones. Um, do you remember the episode where the teacher was trying to teach them about Nazi Germany? And he did that because they were talking about like well how do, pe- how do people just go along with this yeah. and he formed a club in school that's whole like its logo was a wave and they had a hand gesture and everything I don't and remember start- that episode. oh my god and it started off as a cool kids club and then like more people drink- and, and like one like where it really kind of came what, was it Saved by the Bell or it was w- Saved by the Bell was it Junior High no it was Saved by the, the Bell the high school years yeah it was it was A.C. Slater fucking oh, all wow. the the one of the one of the key points of the show uh, where um, Belding told the teacher like you gotta knock this off yeah. was there was a fight in the hallway and the it was one of the wave kids yeah beat the cr- like started to beat the crap of another guy and when he got pulled off he started doing the hand motion holy crap yeah Oh God! I got a deep dive. Yeah, there. you gotta find. I can't. I. I honestly. I will find it. it. I should have looked it up. Yeah, it's 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 fucking. Ugh. You know me with weird yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is another one hour block. So six a.m. and six thirty a.m. No specific episodes. So just think of the ones you want to watch. Alf. Fucking oh, love yeah. Alf. That that was on my almost list. Alf episodes. I grew up on Alf. I have an Alf stuffed animal that I've had since I was like five. I still have it. Unfortunately, part of it got a little sun bleached. Yeah. So it's like he's very like punk rock. Hey, cool. There you, you go. Know, uh, which works for me. So now it's 7 a.m. Kids are up. Yeah. Kind of going. They're stirring. Little, yeah. You're stirring. Maybe going. And so now I'm going to go a little educational with cartoons. Uh, 7 a.m. and 7.30 a.m. Uh, Captain Planet. Something that needs to be rebooted. Like we talked about some of the reboots on my list. Yeah. Especially now with like climate change Everything. being a real fucking thing, you know, and fucking... Greta Thornburg could be a producer on it. Yeah, shit. hell, she could be a character on there. Right, I know. Uh, specifically, no, no specific episodes, um, as long as it's just two episodes with Dr. Blight. Hot. Because, yeah, my <laughs> first animation, cr- which now explains my entire attraction to certain, like, aesthetics of girls. Yeah, Dr. Blight. And callback from a previous Nowhere episode, Too Hot to Be 2D. Exactly. <laughs> um, so now, 8 and 8.30, again... A kids show but now they're up and moving and they're excited uh i went with two episodes of guts nice yeah no particular episodes because each episode's pretty much the yeah. same yeah um, it was like me with double there i had to go specific with wrestlers you guts is guts just guts is good yeah exactly did you see that you can buy a replica uh yes the crack yeah the kraken or craggle kraken 
The rock. The rock. Yeah, yeah. The shiny. The shiny rock thing. The trophy thingy. So I almost went with Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. Um, but I feel like while Guts was the more popular show at the time, it's not as thought about anymore because Legends got the reboot yeah. and everything. Um, and now they're doing like a Star Wars version of Legends oh, of yeah. the Temple. Yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube. It's through the Star Wars YouTube channel. Yep. It's really good. Hosted by the dude that played Darder. Yep. Okay, so 9 a.m. Um, so again, you know, going to hit the kids with a thing, but then like childhood trauma. Yeah. Um, David the Gnome. Oh, God. I know the... Oh, God. Specifically, the season finale... Series finale. Series finale, where, for the most part, he dies. Yeah. Him and his wife die, and his buddy dies, and then they ditch their Cody buddy at the bottom of the hill. This is another flashback to Nick's first episode, What the Fuck Kid Moments. Yep. Because fuck that episode. Oh, man. Yeah, childhood trauma. Oh, God. Just because we're mentioning again, I probably post the clip on our Facebook just to... Drive that nail Just in. To, we got secret in him and fucking dying gnomes. Yeah. Um, okay, 9.30 a.m. No rant, no particular episode, just something fun. Gummy Bears. Because Gummy Bears is fucking fun. And that is a fucking catchy-ass theme song, dude. Gummy Bears bouncing here and everywhere. Okay, so now here's a deep dive show. Yeah. That I'm, I know you'll know it, um, but not a lot of people do. Uh, 10 a.m., uh, Peter Pan and the Pirates. Oh, yeah. One season show. Very short-lived. Very short-lived. Uh, yeah. It was basically just sort of like a, you know, it was another telling of Peter Pan and stuff, but it was very, like, uh, you know, it was very uh, episodic, obviously, because it was a TV show. Uh, Peter Pan was a little bit more gothy. They definitely, like, changed the aesthetic um, away from, like, the, the, the shiny, not the shiny, the flashy greens yeah. and everything. Um, sort of a bit towards the gothy side. I would say a little bit. Um, I just showed you. A yeah, yeah. I say it's probably more in the vein of the yeah, just, non-Disney. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the fairy tale. Yeah, the anti-hero. I guess you could say. So, but back. <laughs> yeah. So so going back to children's cartoon program. Yeah. Uh, so here's another one-hour block: ten thirty and eleven a.m. James Bond Junior. Oh God. I had to do that as I was doing a sip. Yep. Oh my god, James I fucking Bond, remember that show. James Bond Jr. In my English class at middle school, we had to do the spelling words in a story every time. Yeah. And I always did some weird, like, spy adventure going to London and stuff like that. And one time in class always kept on calling me James Bond Jr. Nice. Yeah. There's cartoon. Yeah. And it had one of the best fucking toys. Oh god. And yeah. I used to have it. It was James Bond's Corvette. Yeah. What was so great about that fucking toy, and I had it, and then with all of my toys, my mom got rid of them. Um, you would press the center console, or not the center console, the center, uh, what's usually a storage bin in most cars. Um, you'd press that, and the passenger seat ejected. You could <laughs> eject a passenger from the passenger seat. It was the best fucking toy. Man. Oh, God. So, okay. Um, to round back out to an hour, uh, round back out to the solid hour. Uh, like a, like the number, um, I did another single episode. Uh, random can be whatever. Uh, Johnny Quest. Cool. Yeah. So going James Bond Good Jr. Choice. Yeah, Peter Pan, James Bond Jr., Johnny Quest. Like very kind of like hmm. And then again into a one hour block to round out that whole like cool guy you know kind of thing. Uh, one hour block of Speed Racer. <laughs> Some classics on your list. Yep. I love it. Yep. So Speed Racer, and now we're going into so now we're at one p.m. 
So we, adult time. Cock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a, a small child beat the crap out of a child molester. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, uh, this is where, like, the whole... Disney afternoon, Nickelodeon afternoon, things kind of started. Yeah. Uh, generally, it was like 2 p.m., but I pulled the trigger an hour early. Unlike um, me having Rocco's Modern Life at 3 in the morning or exactly. some shit like that. <laughs> so, uh, these are all one-hour blocks. Actually, my time, my scheduling is definitely an Insomniac's <laughs> scheduling. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Uh, so, 1 p.m. and 1.30 p.m., no particular episodes, uh, just, you know, random ones, DuckTales. Cool. You know? Um, I'm going to say one with Bubba Duck. Bubba Duck? Yeah. Okay. Uh, a forgotten character. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so for, at 2 p.m. and 2.30 p.m., uh, I got specific episodes for these ones. Uh, Doug. So so the first Regular one, Nickelodeon, not Disney. Right, yeah, Doug. no, not the Disney. The Disney. Underrated. I watched a couple it of those episodes, good. but I mean, it wasn't like it, the Nickelodeon. It was the animation that was different. It throws it, yeah, threw it, it off. It was a lot different for me. Yeah. Uh, okay, so first episode is the episode where they're going to go see the Beats in concert, um, and they win tickets on the radio, um, and then Skeeter fucking gets in trouble, gets grounded, um, so they're not going to go to the concert. Uh, pisses his dad off while he's at home because Skeeter, for all intents and purposes, is an annoying little shit. Yeah, hyperactive um, kid with a freaking bipolar dad. Exactly. You know, because, you know, shows dealt with stuff back then. Yeah. Uh, so they, so he gets kicked out, has to go to the burger place. Um, and why they're there, why him and Doug are there, and they're, you know, bummed that they didn't get to go to the concert. But they but, get to start role-playing that they are at the concert, and then they're the beats, and... Exactly. Tour bus shows up, and it's them, and at the end of it, they get tour jackets. Yeah, and actually get to hang out with the beats. Exactly, yeah. Which is a which, cool episode. Which, you know, a couple 12, 13-year-old kids hanging out with a rock band, you know. But we're talking about the beats. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, it, it's basically like a tamed-down version of the Ramones. Yeah. You know. And out of any punk band or any band to hang out with, the Ramones were probably the most I mean, safest. if there was going to be a rock band in the 80s that I would trust two 12-year-old kids to hang out with it would have been Twisted Sister. Yeah. Like, they were all, like, sober and yeah. straight-edge guys and yeah. family dudes. They just wore women's clothing. That was yeah. it. Um, okay, so after Doug, uh, again, no particular episodes, but a one-hour block, 3, 3 p.m. and 3.30 p.m., Darkwing Duck. Can't argue that. Uh, another one-hour block, no particular episodes, uh, 4 p.m. and 4.30 p.m., All Real Monsters. Good choices. God, you got some animation I love. Oh, man, I, I, I dug. Okay, so now, back-to-back, I am doing my two-hour blocks. Okay. Um, so from five to seven, four episodes. Again, no particular episodes. Real Ghostbusters. Nice. So just four randoms. Um, I was about to rifle off some, but that would extend the conversation more. You're not filled. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., this has to be included on my list. It's you know. throbbing cock. Yep, <laughs> that was actually. A, I'll tell you that joke at the end. Yeah. Um, Invader Zim. Yeah, no I shock there. Ha- yeah, I yeah. can't not have TV without Invader Zim. Okay, so then my last two, my 9 p.m. and my 11 p.m. are both movies. I rounded out the movies. Yeah. Uh, 9 p.m. Queen of the Damned. Nice. Um, and then 11 p.m. A popular at the time. Fans of this director know of this movie, but the mainstream audience, when they think of Alfred Hitchcock, don't think of this movie, Strangers on a Train. Yeah, no, you, you, you have to be a Hitchcock nut or, like, a freaking film nerd. To... Right, yeah, if you love horror, Hitchcock, or film, you know yeah. of this movie. But go ask any person on the street, 
and you know you'll ask a hundred people, maybe ten will know what you're talking about. And then three of them will ask you, "You want to do this?" Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> are we doing the strangers? <laughs> are we, on the are train? we doing the strangers on a thing? Tra- strangers on a train thing? I'll kill somebody for you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an amazing like idea, right? Oh, yeah. Like it's totally an amazing idea. Um, so I was gonna make this joke because um, I thought of it. Uh, after you guys were doing your lists and they were yeah. so much different than mine and included music videos and and then and again having Titus on at two o'clock in the oh. afternoon <laughs> and, and then you know Carlin and fucking all that other shit my list was mainly family friendly you know and even when I went to like darker stuff it wasn't like obscene yeah not Titus level where yeah yeah uh, I mean someone's getting gay bashed yeah like Lost Boys and Queen of the Damned are like pretty more yeah, yeah, harshest stuff and even then those were bo- and Queen of the Damned was rated PG-13 no it was rated R it was rated, rated R. R yeah so all three of my movies were rated well PG back then because yeah. it's strange on a trend they didn't have PG-13 yeah. back then um, I was gonna drop a porno <laughs> at the very end of mine, which would have been really funny going from like all of this animation and kids shows and then, you know, all this stuff. And then I was going to be like, um, yeah. And then at 1130 p.m., uh, Lust Runner scene six where Taylor Hayes takes two dicks in the ass. <laughs> you know, just out of nowhere, just to see what kind of reaction. I it would have been get. a good reaction. It would have been funny. But I, when it was just you and me, like I didn't think it would. Like, yeah, I just I think it would have it just gone a more giggly. Yeah, I'd done that. But with Nick here, that would have been more boisterous. Yeah, then more yeah. of a further discussion. Yeah, further discussion. So that's that's my twenty four hours. Um, I just I I it, the thing is the reason why I couldn't choose particular episodes is one I didn't have enough time to research. Yeah. you know at times. Um, well, that's my like freaking catalog brain. Where exactly. I'm like, oh, I want to do that episode. Oh, I want to do that one. Oh, right. God, I got to get that one. Yeah. <laughs> but I when I get nostalgic for these shows when I think about them I don't think about them on an episode to episode yeah. basis mine is like the overall encompassing oh yeah like my experience of of, of watching Doug my experience of watching Guts well my, like right now I'm going through Psych again yeah and I like like I said I do have that catalog brain of like oh my god I love these episodes like with Psych yeah the Yin Yang Killer episodes love those yeah those are amazing episodes but I'll still watch Psych on Loop. I'll watch MASH on Loop. I'll watch Scrubs. now Scrubs. Uh, Superstore is part of my running thing now. Speechless, the short-lived uh, ABC family mm-hmm. sitcom. Amazing show. Yeah. And that's all what we do here is nostalgia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's my channel called Nostalgics. Yeah. Damn, that was a good episode. That was a good one that for this a, kind of a milestone moment. That was a great, yeah. Because this one required, like, thinking and, and organizing and 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 theming. and, and yeah. In the past with anniversary episodes, I've always tried to make sure I get something really good going. And, hell, this time last year, I was doing shit fucking solo. Right. Damn you, COVID. In 2020. Uh, but I'm glad it w- wasn't that again. Right. <laughs> to just put it simply, because I know how much life is life. and It really is. Yeah, and if I would have gone solo again, as much as I don't like doing the solo episodes, i.e. me actually going to be doing more down the road, um, I would have done it, but I'm glad we were able to do this and do this topic, especially after how excited we all were for this topic right yeah and i said it at the top of the top of the show and i'll say here at the at the bottom it is honestly surprising we didn't do something like this before yeah. you know and it's oh that was fun that was we may, really fun we may have to revisit it if we can get everybody 
in the mix. You know, I say we we can also like modify it too. We can re we can do it in less time blocks, more yeah. time blocks. We can also theme it like oh, yeah. only 1980s shows, oh, exactly. only 1990s yeah. TV movies. Put more restrictions on it. And yeah, we give ourselves that kind of challenge. That challenge, yeah. Yeah, and I. This was we kind of challenged ourselves a little bit because usually with these episodes at the beginning we get all sloppy and right, loving we and fillet each other. Yeah, but now that the main topic is out of the way, uh, Nick got to do hopefully some hyping on the tenth. Whatever he did, kudos you, to him. You guys heard it. We didn't. We'll hear it shortly. But um, we gotta actually jump into the fact that. Fuck, we've been doing this for 10 fucking years. 10 fucking years. We've changed microphones. We've changed venues. We've changed computers. We've changed hosts. Hosts, you know, we've changed. Revolving door on everything. We've changed the show's dynamic. We went off scripts. You know, it has has changed and not changed at the exact same time. It's evolved in uh, the thing that's mostly in my mind has evolved is us. And we talked about a little bit before uh, me breathing down your guys' necks. And I know I was joking. Oh, yeah, yeah, And that was actually something I was thinking about leading into this episode to talk about. And I I think the reason I do that is how protective I am of all of us. Yeah. And what the show has brought us to. And what it it affords the opportunity for us to do. Yeah, because like we said before, Second, third year, first episode, first day, the uh, full disclosure episode. Yeah. If I could have did like a freaking flashpoint paradox of me popping in and going, hey, uh, Josh, in a couple years, you're going to be working a red carpet. That, yeah. I'd have been like, huh? Yeah. Huh? What? what the fuck? And where's your pants? Yeah. Why are you naked? Yeah. I, I had to not shock you about the red carpet thing, so I had to show you this. <laughs> Okay. Why is it dyed red? Yeah, but <laughs> that's exactly it. And the the show, I mean, from from my perspective, um, the one, the great thing the show affords me the opportunity to do is to not talk about that shit, the list. Yeah. To my wife. Yeah. I mean, I do. Don't get me wrong, because this is all I talk. This is this is what I like to talk about. But like, I at least can like, like not. Like torture the her. shit out of her. Yeah, because like I'm the asshole in our relationship that would be when I would sit down with her as we're sitting having that I'd be like, oh hey, by the way, I programmed my own 24 hour channel. You want to hear everything I wrote down? Yeah. And my wife loves me and everything else, and so she would be like, yeah, go ahead, tell me, and she would opinionate. And but you know, 25 percent of her is like, shut the fuck yeah. up, which is part of a relationship. Oh yeah, 100 <laughs> percent. And. And that's a good thing to be able to have that release valve here so your wife doesn't try to smother you in your suit. <laughs> I mean, shit. I've, <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to have a million and one things to tell when I get, get home tonight. But that's know? been the cool thing, too, that Monique has been involved on this yeah. in the past, which yeah. I'm hoping to bring her back in, especially leading into the upcoming... The uh, Dexter revival. Revival and yeah. everything. And then bringing Kim into this. Yeah. And the episodes that she's been involved on, the commentaries that she's been involved on. I remember, like, broaching her the subject of, like, hey, you want to jump in on this? She's like, "Mm, no, I'm not going to be good at this. I'm like, trust me, none of us are. Yeah, we're not good at this. You know, we just do it. (laughs) Yeah, but we we are good. We know we are good. And she jumped right in, and she 
did a commentary within the first couple episodes she was in. Yeah. Which is a hard thing to do. Yeah. Well, it was cats, so it was was like shooting cats in a barrel. Right. But, um, and past relationships with other people have been in the mix and everything like that. And the show has always been the core of us. Yeah. The core group. But with the, we always have guest stars. Yeah. You know, it was, that was the thing. We just talked about TV. You know, it was, there was always the main cast, which was the four of us and now the three of us. Yeah. And so it, you know, well, we always had featurings and guest stars. Exactly. You know, and, and, uh, and exactly with that, how we started out with four, and I'll say it right now because I'll say it every time we have an anniversary that I owe a lot of this, yeah, and everything I've been able to pull off with nowhere to fill. Yeah, I mean the whole show started off of off of you guys. Yeah, and I just wanted to do something creatively, and and I was in LA, and I threw it out to Phil like, hey, you want to do a podcast? And he said, sure, why not? Yeah, if he that was, is that is one thing about Phil. He is always down for an adventure. <laughs> yeah. Life has changed for him oh, yeah. immensely, but I I appreciate the fact that he was willing to say why not, because honestly, if he would have said no, yeah. we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here, yeah. Yeah, so before we really dive into, like, thanks and everything, like, I owe everything to Phil on yeah. everything that's nowhere, all the success and everything of nowhere. A lot of it is to do with him. Yeah. Just being like, sure. Back. Yep. And... We've grown so much. Yeah. Where we've and done interviews, we've done commentaries. We've had, we're almost to 10 commentaries now. Right. I'm not really going to dive too far into the emotional, like what I said on the last anniversary episode, because I said it there. If you haven't listened to it, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> but with love. Or but, if you're new, go back and listen. Yeah, but the fact that you and Nick have continuously been like, no, yeah, we're, we're going to keep rolling with this. The fact that we still roll with the site, we roll with going to conventions and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, how, like, yeah, breathing down your eyes is next and everything. Yes, it happens. Yeah. yeah. But it's more of knowing, well, we can do this. We we know how to keep this afloat. And I still stand by the fact that we can challenge some of the bigger mainstream shows for, for the quality that we do. Right. And talking about, um, like, the guest stars and conversations and everything, one of my favorite things I continuously get from people that start listening, they always go, I love your guys' dynamic, your conversations, because it feels like I can jump right in. Yeah. And that's how Nick kind of got involved, too, was listening to Nowhere at work, talking to himself, because the conversations were that fluid. And that's the one thing I've always loved about our dynamic and everything yeah. is the conversations are fluid passionate and everything and not stilted and not like oh well we have mics in front of us so we got to do it a certain way yeah because you listen to other independent podcasts which i'm not giving them crap or anything because like we said before we're not the type of people to sit in front of a microphone and talk yeah every show has its formula yeah you know but ours seems more natural and well ours you know i've you know i've told it to you in text i've said it on the show we're just four dudes who just get around and talk about weird shit. Yeah, you and know? it works. It does. It works. The audio filleting, when this stuff kind of comes up, is a lot about... Well, if you go back and listen, it's a lot of me talking yeah. about what's going on. Um, but I, 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 I'm I, going to keep mine short. Um, but being that it's the 10-year and, and we've talked about each other and the show, um, I just like the idea that we have been with the listeners, any of you guys listening, especially those who have been around for a very long time, 
I love the idea that we've just been a little, uh, just like this little weird piece of furniture in, in, in their lives, you know, just like just these four dudes who just randomly pop into their lives for a day or, you know, whatever. And then like, we're there again. Like, we're just little, like, we're just, you know, we're, 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 you know, we're there. We're there. Yeah. And I, I like that. And I hope, and I hope in this 10 years, if they're, uh, if you guys have been with us, with us for a very long time, I hope in this 10 years that you guys have experienced joys in life. Obviously, there's been negatives and, 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 and you know, you put anything on a long enough time scale, everything is going to happen. Um, you know, and a lot has happened to us in 10 years, um, you know, with, with people. Um, I just hope in this 10 years um, that we have brought joy to your guys's lives at in times uh you know when you've needed it when you've not needed it when you've been sad happy drunk horny whatever uh i just thank you for letting us be a part of your life as much as you guys have been a part of ours uh to just picking back off of that to wrap all this up we've talked about it before we're even the week leading into this we had every like ups and downs that we've had throughout the 10 years life yeah. death moving yeah upheavals downheavals I guess that's puking. Um, <laughs> just everything under the sun that can happen. It, we've said it before on here, and I'll say it again. This is kind of a digital scrapbook for us where, yeah. like, certain things come up, and we're like, well, you know what? This kind of sucks, but I got to talk about it. Yeah. Or, ooh, this happened. I got to talk about it. Like, my dad's death. Yeah. Uh, downswing. Yeah. Upswing. Holy shit, I met Kevin Smith. Yep. And everything in between. Yeah, I had a very big downswing that prevented us... Uh, from recording a couple days ago. Um, I won't go on about it on the show. Um, the only thing I can tell you guys, uh, just don't do drugs. If you, if you, if you don't do drugs now, don't start. If you are on drugs, please seek help. Um, and if you are currently on drugs and you don't plan on seeking help, at least try and get your hands on a fucking Narcane injection to keep on you, please. Um, but just don't do drugs if you haven't started drugs, except for marijuana. Fuck it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's yeah. a good way to tap that. <laughs> but um, to sum it all up and to end all this, because damn, we've been rattling this off for a this while. This has been a long episode. Yeah, this is going to be a long one. Um, we made it to fucking 10 years. I think everybody that has followed this journey, supported this journey, and just been a part of it. Um, 10 years, a couple years ago, probably wouldn't have been possible mm -hmm. without you guys yeah and you guys listening right now and i guess the next milestone is going to be episode 200 which will be here before we know it i shit we made it to 10 years 200 just seems minuscule yeah in time but yeah. that's still that's the next milestone and yeah. we'll be here all the way through once again as always thank you thank you thank you this has been josh this has been doug and as always be excellent, excellent to, to each, each other, other. I don't know what to say at the end on the tenure. Like, oh, penis. That's what I used to say all the time. And balls. Balls. Penis and balls. <laughs> <laughs>